So anyway, what I was saying was that Assassin's Creed Revelations has one of the best um, like map mechanics because they made their map fun. Um, a lot of open world games fuck this up. They will make it open world, but then they won't make it very interactive. They do a lot of fluff, like collectibles or little race challenges, but no one really wants to do that. Yeah. Unless you have some big reward that affects the gameplay or some shit. Like, or they have to be story related. Like how Geralt's side missions in Witcher 3 correlate with the main story. You can just do the fucking main story and piss off everyone off. Yeah. So, you can... Don't make side missions seem like they're not important. Make them seem like they're important and not important at the same time. So, but that's what this does. You can't get assassins until you open up more districts, right? Which makes sense. You can't just recruit from a small population. So, that being said, when you recruit your assassins, they can go on missions for you. It's the same thing as in Brotherhood. So they took what Brotherhood had, only they made it more interesting. And how they made it more interesting is that, unlike Brotherhood, the towers can be retaken. Those defensive missions... Okay. Saw that? Yeah. Yeah, that's how your towers can be retaken. Here's the crazy part. Your tower gets retaken. You don't lose your assassin. It's not like it dies. But one of your assassins will die very soon. Unless you retake it. Because all resistances of the assassins go down the moment you lose a tower and you have an extra assassin. Until it bounces out. So... With certain missions are so fucking hard, you need assassins, right? Also, if that tower is not yours, extra guards patrol the area. Now, here's where Ubisoft messed up. I get why you can't do this mechanic in every game. It doesn't make sense for gang-like warfare to be happening in certain areas and time periods where there's only peace. Okay? You could not have had this in Assassin's Creed 1. <laughs> Alright? There was no gang warfare. It was just army. And, like, some plots. And, you know, military assassinations. That's what was happening in 1. During the Crusades. Rome? Rome was too peaceful. Yeah, it was violent. But between families. They didn't claim territories like this. It was by deeds and by businesses. And by ownership of royalty. Everyone had a royalty status. You know, there were nobilities. Business owners. Here, it is straight up culture clash. So the ancient Byzantine Empire, which is actually the Templar faction in the East, is fighting you, and you pretty much hold the lower class Turkish, Romani, and criminal groups that are in the North Poor District. And so you're kind of fighting with, you know, against them. Meanwhile, the, you're in the center of the Ottoman Empire right at its peak because it has a second win where Suleiman gets, you know, stronger. But right now it's at its peak already. And it's about to get even higher because he's not a king yet. So you have to deal with the Ottomans, which have ridiculous technology, amazing sword fighting techniques, which can kill you very quickly. Which, in Assassin's Creed 2 and Brotherhood, you, bo- you always felt like you were a badass tank. Because, let's be real, 
I don't care if Ezio looks like he's fencing all the time. He he kills everything compared to all the other Assassin's Creed's. All the other assassins make you die really quickly if you don't pay attention. But Ezio, you can literally just be like, button that, click that, counter. All right, I'm going to get you, get you, get you, get you, get you, and I win. He's too powerful. But then the Ottoman Empire throws some extra type of enemies that are good at killing you in combat. And you're just like, fuck, okay, now I have to pay attention again. That's nice. Um, but Ubisoft fucked up when they went past this game and then they took this away and then focused on like economic side missions that with assassin's creed 2 um i mean uh three with the name american um frontier village taken in by frontiermen yeah yeah when you started selling stuff and like that yeah you still had assassin missions but there wasn't really much to do with them you did, they tried to make them more personal which was kind of a cool idea, but then it failed. So you can't make it personal, and then it's not personal. And then it doesn't make sense if your assassin falls in battle. Because if your assassin falls in battle, they're dead. So I don't know how they come back. Your guys die in this one. They don't come back. You have to recruit more people because they'll get murdered. (laughs) So this makes more sense also to have more assassins. You can't have assassins... You can have leaders that you are attached to, sure, I'm down with that, that's great, and by your choices whether or not they betray you or whatever, that'd be cool if you wanted to do that, but don't make it personal of your, like, grunts that you call in to jump off a second story building on top of somebody, because that guy might just break his leg instantly and die. Um... But yeah, once they start going on through the market route... I mean, after 3, it was Black Flag. Black Flag, it was Pirates, so I don't even know how the fuck you'd be able to do territories. Like, it just doesn't make any sense there. And then, what was after Pirates? Um, Rogue. I think Rogue brought back territories, but was shitty at it. They didn't. They made it more look like, <laughs> like how you would think territories would be fought and fall out. <laughs> just straight up rifling the shit out of each other. Just everyone's sniping each other, apparently, in Rogue. <laughs> or you're, like, launching artillery fire from your ship onto their mainland. Which pirates, like Black Flag, you cannot do. Rogue, you can literally just line up a bunch of cannons against a assassin fort and just blow it to pieces. Because that's what Templars would do. <laughs> Templars would be like, no, fuck subtlety, just kill them! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. 